Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Automobiles in focus from VW earnings. Maybe not uh, quite as bad as some had forecast, but not great. And a an annual meeting for Tesla, Pim, with uh, a lot of focus on the Gigafactory, that massive battery factory out in Nevada that's about to open next month. And, oh, by the way, I'm Kathleen Hayes, and he's Pim Fox. Yes, so we'll be talking about Volkswagen reporting a profit drop as it tries to grapple with that emissions scandal. Right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for a Bloomberg Business Flash. And uh, thank you, Pim. Thank you, Kathleen. A down day for U.S. equities. This update brought to you by... Commonwealth Financial Network, when it's time to change the conversation, talk with a broker-dealer RIA that's ready to listen. Call 866-462-3638 or visit Commonwealth.com to learn more. More details about that overnight flash crash in China. The China Financial Futures Exchange says an investor who used Chinese stock index futures for hedging triggered that flash crash. Contracts on the CSI 300 index due in June dropped by the 10% daily limit at 10.42 a.m. local time before recovering almost all of their losses in the same minute. In a statement, the exchange said the sudden drop was triggered by the unidentified trader's order for 398 contracts at current market prices. They were filled consecutively, which prompted the broader sell-off. U.S. stocks slipping today. S&P 500 index pairing a third straight monthly gain. Carl Weinberg is chief economist at High Frequency Economics. He says world economy has a long way to go since the global financial crisis. Looking at world GDP that is hardly back to where it was when we started this. Industrial production in Europe down 12%. Industrial production in Japan down 17% compared to where we were in 2008 when we started this. There were more people in Japan working in 1988. Industrial production was higher in 1988 than it was last month. And how can we be talking about recovery or any prospect of recovery with those kinds of figures out there? Gold is up 230 the ounce, a gain of two tenths of one percent. Crude oil down 31 cents, a drop of seven tenths of one percent. The Dow down 128, a drop of 0.7 percent. Now let's look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. California Governor Jerry Brown is endorsing Hillary Clinton for president just a week before the state's primary. Brown says he believes Clinton has the best shot at stopping Republican Donald Trump, whose candidacy he calls, quote, dangerous. President Obama is being pressed to speed up efforts to help Syrian refugees. The Obama administration had promised to resettle 10,000 Syrian refugees in the United States, but eight months after the program's start, only 2,500 have been admitted. It looks like North Korea failed today at another missile launch. Bloomberg's Michael Barr has the story. According to South Korea, North Korea attempted to launch what may have been a ballistic missile. 
South Korea's defense ministry sent a text message saying the launch that took place appears to have failed. Previously, North Korean rockets have exploded in air. Pyongyang testing a ballistic missile is in violation of U.N. Security Council resolutions. On April 15th, North Korea failed in a missile launch. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. Iraqi forces who've been battling their way into Fallujah repelled a counterattack by Islamic State today. The Iraqi troops entered the southern part of the city with the help of U.S.-led airstrikes. And the first skyscraper at related company's $25 billion Hudson Yards project opened today. The towering structure brings in office workers to a once desolate area of Manhattan's far west side that's being transformed into a new business enclave. The milestone is just the beginning for related, which wants to keep tenant momentum. It calls Hudson Yards the biggest private real estate development in U.S. history. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping a move lower for U.S. equities, S&P 500 index down 8 now to 2,091, a drop of four-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Volkswagen, its emissions cheating hits profit at its biggest brand. Of course, that would be the VW. That is the latest news we got as VW. Volkswagen Group reports earnings, but they're very thankful for increases of 4% at both Skoda and Audi and 10% at Porsche when you look at total deliveries. Kevin Tyna covers this for Bloomberg Intelligence. He's Senior Autos Analyst joining us from Princeton, New Jersey today. Kevin, welcome. Thanks, guys. So uh, in terms of the expectations, I mean, this is, if you look at profit at uh, VW, down 86% in the first quarter, pretty bad. Is this... Is this not a surprise, or is it even more, is it just remind people how bad things are after this cheating scandal? Yeah, I mean, very dramatic drop. Um, you know, and, and, and like you said, volume-wise and margin-wise profitability at some of the other brands, a lot to be thankful for, um, that there is a diverse product portfolio, regional diversity in terms of deliveries. So... Uh, it is going to be a very long road um, and not probably without a, an entire change in the strategy, maybe even a move away from, from diesel, very dramatic, and it's going to take time. Uh, but I think there's some, some uh, silver lining there in the strength of some of these other brands. Kevin, you want to talk about those brands and then tell me what they're doing to repair or fix or buy back those 600,000 U.S. vehicles that are affected by all this. Right, and, and even once the U.S. issue is sorted out and how they're going to do that and what that winds up costing, whether that's the $18 billion or or more, and, you know, then you still have to roll through all the issues in Europe. And, and I think, Pim, the biggest issue is that – is the question of whether diesel going forward is going to be the strategy, and not just for VW, but what that means for the other European automakers that are so dependent on the technology. You know, is this sort of like the emissions uh, or the pollution genie that's sort of out of the tailpipe and just you're not going to get it back in? Um, when we see other regions, U.S. specifically, leaning towards hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and electric vehicles, uh, is that sort of the way that the successful and growing automakers go in the future. So this is not just about cleaning this mess. This is, and we'll hear more of this later in the month, is this a complete change of strategy for Volkswagen going forward? 
as an analyst who's covered them for a while, would that is that is it your sense if uh, the head of Volkswagen Group came to you and said, what should I do? Would you say that's the move to take? Or would you say, no, there's still a place for diesel. It's It has been very popular in Europe. It's gotten more popular in the U.S. and it's, it could work. Well, I think I think it could work. I don't think it can work in the U.S. So depending on how much uh, importance you want to put towards the U.S. market, and if you look at them here, really have always struggled to get above 3% market share in the U.S. And obviously – you know, one of the top two largest and actually for the quarter the largest global automaker in terms of deliveries. If you don't care about volume in the U.S. market, then diesel uh, probably can push through in other regions. But if if they feel like that the U.S. market and the North America market is important to that long-term growth, I think they have to go in another direction. Obviously, diesel here is, you know, 1% of the passenger vehicle market, if not less. Um, and then you look at the success that Tesla's had for for what that's worth, and even Toyota with with gasoline hybrids and, and the um, GM and Ford with plug-in hybrids. It just doesn't seem like diesel. If it hasn't caught on by now, it's not going to. So I think you have to value how you value the U.S. to to lay out the strategy going forward. Kevin Volkswagen reported net profit for the quarter that ended March 31 of 2.56 billion. So they're still making money. How are they doing in China? Yeah, China was a little bit weak and I think, you know, also Pim you, you look at all the things that they're dealing with, you know, of their own making in a lot of cases. You know, you're still dealing with a very cyclical industry. Um you're dealing with macroeconomic issues that are unique to each of the countries and and regions that they sell in. So you look at the results for the quarter, some of the brands were strong. Obviously, the, the namesake, the VW brand, was very weak. But now you're going to be mm. dealing with potential weakness and demand in their biggest market, in China. Uh, you know, the, the, some of the uh, European markets, Germany specifically, coming back nicely. But, again, by the mm. time they work through all the diesel emission scandal issues, you know, where is Germany? Okay. Where is the U.S.? Have we peaked? So Je- there's a lot to figure. Kevin, I have to quickly ask you, though, you got about the 30 seconds to answer. But you're talking about plug-ins and hybrids. Tesla's annual meeting later today, uh, the Model 3, the Gigafactory. What's going to come out of that? What are you looking for from the annual meeting? Well, you know, he's not one to uh, follow the script and go according to the schedule. I think the big news came out with the Model 3 launch and then his update of his production timeline after that. I'd be surprised if there was anything other than uh, reiterating the targets and believing that he can hit them in the meeting today. Thank you very much for spending time with us. Uh, Kevin Tynan is Senior Auto Analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. Shares of Volkswagen down about 1.5% in European trading. The stock is down 2.5% so far this year. Shares of uh, Tesla right now, they are lower by uh, just about two-tenths of a percent, down 42 cents at $222.63. You are listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by T2 Computing, a new kind of IT solutions company for workflow, mobility, and infrastructure. Let them explain how their expertise can help you gain greater business value. Visit T2Computing.com for more information. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.